Hello, and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you live your best life. Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive. Hi, I'm Garth Callahan, the original Napkin Notes dad. I'm a seven-time cancer survivor, cancer thriver, as well as the dad who always writes notes and has been sticking them into his daughter's lunch ever since kindergarten. Hi, I'm Dara, author of the book, Crush Cancer, the book I needed when I heard those terrifying words, you have cancer, available on Amazon, and I'm the creator of crazyperfectlife.com. Welcome to our podcast. We have an awesome episode today. It is a little bit self-serving. We're going to be very upfront and transparent about it, but we are putting on a workshop in the first weekend of November, and we're so excited about this. We wanted to share with you what's going to be going on, how we're running this, why we're doing it, and we are really encouraging people to come and attend. It is self-serving, but it's also we're doing it for you. We're doing it for our fans, our followers, because we truly believe that we know we've kind of been through stuff and we've kind of figured out how to make the most of every single day of our lives. And we want to share it all with you. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be three days, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th in beautiful Boone, North Carolina at the Art of Living Retreat Center. You know, Dara, I had a conversation with somebody last night, met a new friend, and his name is Scott. I won't give his I last <laughs> I won't give his last name. Hopefully he is listening to this episode. And we were actually talking about job seeking. And he is a creative type person. So he, he's really into writing and content creation. And his resume was very straightforward and kind of plain. And he commented to me, you know, I've been thinking about changing up my resume to make it more human centric. And I looked at him and I said, so Scott, how long have you been thinking about it? And he got this look on his face like, oh crap, why did I bring this up with Garth? Right? Is that we're going to analyze it all? (laughs) Well, and I said, so can I ask you a question? What's the worst that could happen if you made a human centric resume and it didn't work? Because your other resume, you obviously the reason why you're thinking about changing it up is that you don't think your current resume is working. So you'd go through this process and maybe that wouldn't work too, but let us take something that is really difficult in your life and figure out how to make positive changes and grow and do something that might be a little bit different. Step out of your normal routine. Step out of your comfort zone. Exactly. I think that that conversation, and and I sat there and we chatted for about 90 minutes. I think that I made him uncomfortable a couple of times. Because I kept going back to the, hey, dude, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And it's okay to be a little bit uncomfortable. It's okay to let yourself get out of your comfort zone. And I think everything you just said, which I know that's why you shared it, totally applies with the weekend that we are creating our Thrive Weekend. Because we want to push everyone that's there to maybe get a little bit uncomfortable, to maybe look at their life look at the big picture, analyze it, think about it, try to figure out maybe things that have been bothering you or things that you've been struggling with or things that you've been wanting to do. We're going to figure it all out. How do you think we're going to help people figure that out? Because, you know, we're just Dara and Garth. We're just Dara and Garth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked that, Garth. You know, I think everything that you and I do is incredibly intentional. I mean, that's the first thing. So we have put so much time and energy and effort into creating this beautiful 
weekend agenda. And we're going to also be in this unbelievable space. So I just want to take a moment to kind of just tell you about the beautiful space. It's in North Carolina. There's beautiful trees everywhere. There are meditation spaces and paths and trails and yoga rooms and all the meals are going to be provided. So everything is taken care of. And so then we're going to do the work. We're going to focus on being intentional about your life, regaining control, really not letting your life happen to you, but looking at your life, we're going to make you ask yourself some pretty big, heavy, serious questions, but you're going to come away with the beautiful answers. Hey, Darla, I want to ask you this. When you talk about somebody regaining control of their life, it almost sounds like they're on this roller coaster that, you know, it's a track that somebody else has set for them. They're going up and down and maybe some corkscrews and loops, and they might not even like that. How do we get to that point in our lives? where we've kind of lost that control. You mean the point where we aren't intentional about our lives? Exactly. I think a lot of people seriously travel through their life every single day, and they might not even realize that they're letting their lives happen to them instead of intentionally deciding what they want to do every single day with their life. They're not managing their time. They're not managing who they're spending their time with. They're maybe checking things off of their to-do list and going to their jobs and there's no joy. They've kind of lost all the feeling of what it feels like to be happy. Both you and I have daughters that we've recently dropped off at college. And I've heard this phrase over and over again. And I know that you and I have spoken about this before, but you know, I get these dads kind of lamenting, oh, where has the time gone? Yes. I keep hearing that. You're so right. Where has the time gone? And when I, when I think Ah. about that phrase in my head, I say it with a smile and it's not so much a question, right? It's a statement. Where has the time gone? I know exactly where it's gone. Right. I know every single time that someone said that to me when we were doing the drop off during that weekend, where's the time gone? Yeah. Let me tell you where the time's gone. But you know what? I can honestly say that I didn't think about any of this until I went through everything that I went through with cancer. And so that's kind of, that was the wake up call for me. And so I think that we feel so, I'm not going to say obligated, but you and I have such a strong desire to kind of help people flip the wake up switch on how they're living their lives. We don't want them to have to go through a cancer diagnosis or something really serious. We've kind of figured it out and we want to tell people and help them without them having to kind of go through some kind of major thing to get them to a place where they have a wake up call. Right. Just to clarify on that, both Dara and I are cancer thrivers. We are not presenting this weekend as a cancer seminar, cancer retreat. It it is obviously everybody is welcome because everybody has some type of hurdle in their life that they have to overcome. Everybody has day-to-day obligations that sometimes overwhelm us. And frankly, sometimes you just kind of wake up and go through the motions because you are so overwhelmed in your life. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people, they are overwhelmed, but they don't know how to change it. They're kind of living this day-to-day life and they feel stuck. 
they feel like, okay, this all sounds great, but I've got to pay my bills. So guess what? Even though I hate my job, I'm going to work tomorrow so that I can feed my kid. So if you're feeling like maybe you're in a relationship that it doesn't feel very good and you don't know how to kind of change things up or you feel like you really don't like your job, you don't feel passionate about it, you feel trapped or you feel like I'm a stay at home mom or dad and I'm taking care of my kids, but I feel like all I'm doing is driving carpool and helping them with homework and I don't feel like I'm doing anything for me or you feel like I'm dealing with a serious illness of any kind and you don't know where to go from there. And we could go on and on. These are all the types of people and all of the types of situations that are going to come to this retreat. And Garth and I, you know, we've built beautiful communities filled with people that really want to share and come to something like this and connect with other like-minded people. And I think that's the kind of environment that we're going to have. Right. It's absolutely built to help people step out of their lives for just a weekend and learn to refocus on what's really important to your life. I'd like to think that there's somebody out there listening that's going to come to this retreat because they have a burning desire to be the world's next best, I don't know, comic strip author. Or we're going to help people become the best versions of themselves. Exactly. And I love that. That's actually what I'm so excited about because I don't want you to try to be a version of me or Garth. I want to help you be the best version of you. And the only way you can be the best version of yourself is to figure out what that means. And a lot of times we don't give ourselves the space to even ask the questions. And guess what? You can't figure it out. If you don't ask the questions. And so that first step we've already kind of talked about is regaining control of your life, not allowing yourself to get caught up in the day-to-day minutia, knowing that it still has to be done. Absolutely. You still, no matter what, you are still going to have laundry to do after this weekend. I guarantee it. (laughs) Um, Right. I mean, there's no two ways about that. Yeah. Getting through the weekend is not going to minimize or take away that obligation that you have to yourself or to your family or frankly to society because we'd like you to wear clean clothes whenever possible. (laughs) But it's going to help you understand that that's a really minimal part of your life and that you should be focusing on the things that are most important to you. So a lot of times I've mentioned before on other podcast episodes that you've got to have the tools. I'm such a big believer in tools, the daily tools to help you navigate through, you know, some of the shit that life can throw our way. And so we're going to be teaching all of the tools. We're going to teach you how to create your own mantra and how to create a meditation practice and maybe a daily morning practice and a practice that you do before you go to sleep to help you get into that space. We're going to talk about journaling. We're going to talk about gratitude. We're going to talk about how to establish a daily gratitude practice and why you need one and why it matters. You know, Dara, I have to interrupt you because as I'm listening to you say this, I know Garth, when he hears that list of things that you just rattled off, Garth is like, I'm not that touchy feely type person, but you know what? I actually really am because when I started doing things like that, when I started living intentionally, when I started making note of the things that were most important to me and how I needed to take care of myself, my life started clicking. Yeah, you're so right. I 
totally believe that the law of attraction, I mean, we attract, so positivity, if you're positive, you're going to attract positivity. If you have the tools, you're going to just kind of be in a space where you, everything, the landscape of your life totally changes. And so when your mindset changes, then you're going to feel it in every aspect of your life. It's an amazing thing. I know this is going to sound really simple, but you know, one of the things that I do every day is I write down one short phrase. It's usually not even a complete sentence. And it's the thing that I have chosen to be grateful for that day. And it can be something as banal as picking up dog poop in the backyard. Wow, Garth. <laughs> I mean, you you reach high there, buddy. I, well, so... so <laughs> I'm thankful that I can bend down and pick it up. I'm thankful, I'm thankful that, that I have, have a dog. dog. I'm right. thankful that I'm on this walk. Yeah, yeah. It's all perspective. And sometimes there are really big things. Like right now, one of the things that I'm missing in my life is I can't communicate with my daughter. She's hiking on the Appalachian Trail. She doesn't have a cell phone. She doesn't know how to read smoke signals. I don't know how to send smoke <laughs> signals. So it's not going to happen. I wrote down my phrase for today is I'm thankful for being able to talk to my daughter even though I can't do it. And it's tough to be thankful for the things that are hard. Yes, yes. But again, it's a mindset. And we, I feel like if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, then you probably have a good sense of our personalities and how we travel through our lives. So we're going to share just every single aspect of that at this beautiful weekend retreat. And then we're going to get to kind of how to rediscover purpose, you know, how to identify what you want in your life and then how to get it. And we're going to talk a lot about redefining success. What does success mean for you? Not what does it mean for Dara or Garth? What does it mean for you? How to kind of figure out what your priorities are, what your passions are, and then how to get them, how to move forward so that you're not sitting at a coffee shop with Garth <laughs> talking about your resume and all the things that you really want to do, but you don't let fear get in the way. You know, Dara, again, I want to stress that this is not a seminar just for cancer patients. It's not a seminar for caregivers, although they're obviously very welcome. It's a seminar for people who kind of need to rediscover joy and, and rediscover their purpose and just step out of their shells for a second to redirect them to a more positive space. But, you know, I want to talk about redefining success for a minute because that is something that is really strong in my character and in my personality because of cancer. Mm -hmm. And so I have been living with cancer now for almost five years. Actually, yeah, five years this week, I think, actually. Wow. Um, so I, and oh, six, six years. Six years. So okay. yeah, yeah. So way back when, when I was diagnosed with cancer that second time, it was prostate cancer, very small, slow growing. And my doctor kind of advised me to not do anything radical, no radical treatment. I walked away from that conversation thinking to myself, wait a minute, to me, success means I don't have cancer in my body. And I really struggled with that for a good year. I can and absolutely understand that you would feel that way. Right. My first solution, I think I even said to him, hey, dude, if you've got a Play-Doh knife, I can lay down on the table right now and let's take care of this. What happened is over the course of the next six years, I continued to be diagnosed with cancer. I continued to have cancer in my body by the most basic definition of being cured. I was a failure, right? Every day I was a failure and I had to redefine success so that I didn't make myself crazy. 
And so what's fantastic about that is that I learned to understand what success meant for Garth. And Garth's success criteria is probably different than Dara's success criteria, which is different than Scott's criteria for success. And Emma really summed this up to me in a napkin note that's in front of me. This is not my napkin note thing mm. for the day, but I, I actually keep this on my desk. I see it every day. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting a little choked up looking at it. Um, <laughs> Dara, didn't we just talk about how I always cry? I I was going to point that out to you, but then I thought, I'm not going to point that out. But yeah, I was thinking that right then. So, dear dad, a tie counts as a win. Aww. Love, Emma. And from a statistical standpoint in softball, in the books, a tie does count as a win, right? So if you end the season with 10 wins, two ties, and one loss, it's a 12 and one, right? And with cancer, I don't have to beat cancer. I just have to tie it every single day. Yes, I love everything about what you just said. I and love so everything about that. The goal for the, the people who come to this weekend is we're going to help you figure out what your success criteria is. And then you can leave the weekend and shoot for that success criteria, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. So if you have heard Garth if you've been to something and I've been a speaker at that event or Garth has been a speaker at that event and you think, oh, I've already heard them speak, this is not going to be anything like us standing up and talking for an hour. I mean, this is a weekend experience. There's going to be so many interactive opportunities. We're really going to do a lot of sharing and talking, and we're not going to be standing up with a PowerPoint going through. What what was that look, Garth? Oh, Dara, I've already done all of my PowerPoint slides. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> you're going to have to hit delete. Yeah, we're not going to be doing that. So if you've heard to us before I assure you this is completely different and I wanted to say something else so I treat myself to weekend retreats and it's something that I really started doing after I went through everything that I went through because I realized how important it is for me to take a couple days and go away and just be really intentional about the things that I want to think about. And so I remember the very first time that I went on a weekend retreat and I remember thinking, well, I hope that I get something out of this. I hope that when I leave, I have a couple new tricks, tips, tools, whatever that I can use in my life. I was blown away by how much growth I did in that weekend. You know, you're going to hear me talk a lot about magical moments when we're at the retreat, because I do fully believe that if you put yourself in the right situation and the right environment, and you are intentional about the purpose, you can have magical moments. And those are moments that are going to stay with you long after the weekend, long after you leave the retreat. And so I never go to a weekend retreat where I don't have those magical moments that are huge aha moments for me that I never would have have had if I had just kind of stayed in my day-to-day -day life. I mean, major things that I've really figured out that have caused me to kind of change where I've been or the path that I've been on. You know, I might've thought that I really wanted to do this thing. And then I had this beautiful weekend. And then I think, you know what? I don't want to do this thing. And just because I've been doing it, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for me anymore. And I can't tell you how many things I've figured out, Garth, in those types of spaces.
And it's amazing. And I haven't really done retreats as a grown up and and shame on me. I think that there's going to be opportunities all throughout the weekend for even lots of micro moments. Right. So I'm going to say something or you're going to say something or one of the guests is going to say something. And it's going to be like this little four sentence phrase that somebody else in the audience is going to say, oh, that's me. Like I need to hold on to that four sentences or four words for whatever reason. And part of this weekend is, is just being open to the possibilities and ideas. And I I really, I remember one of my first retreats I went on, they had put some stones in a freezer for a really long time. And they had us carry around the stone for like an hour. And it was so cold. You had to keep switching your hands, you know, back and forth, back and forth because your hand would get so cold. And afterwards they had us kind of ceremoniously all put our stones in a pile together. And what they said is, look, what we're doing is we're symbolizing carrying a burden. And they were actually saying uh, they had set us up with, remember the last time you and your friend fought and you were carrying around this burden for such a long time and it, it actually made you cold to the situation. Wow. And were you able to lay down the burden and walk away from it and either forgive yourself or forgive your friend? Wow. I love that. We're not going to make you, we're not right. going to do that. <laughs> we're, we're not, not going to do, we're that. Not do that. But we well, have a lot of intentional things that are really cool that are kind of in that realm. So that brings me to my thriving tip for the day. So if you're new to the Thrive Podcast, we always share a thriving tip, which is a little nugget of goodness that you can take with you. So here's the thriving tip. If what we're saying strikes a nerve, strikes a chord on you, and you think that sounds really good, but... I don't know if I can do that, or I don't know if I have time to do that, or I don't know if my schedule allows it. If what we're saying is resonating with you at all, and you're just like the slightest bit thinking, yeah, that sounds like something I want to do. Here's the thriving tip. Trust your instincts, trust your gut, and just go ahead, sign up. You will not regret it move forward. Do not hold yourself back. Don't come up with a million reasons why you can't do this. Just go ahead and make it happen because I promise you we're going to meet you halfway. Dara, I'm getting chills down my spine because I just realized, oh my goodness, I have done a retreat as a grown-up. I just did it a couple of years ago. And to be honest, my chemo brain didn't think, oh, this was a retreat. Because it was a retreat, but it was something based in my church. Okay. And so I I, I wasn't putting the two together like, oh, this is something that I've done. And let me tell you what you just said for your thriving tip is exactly what happened to me. So my church does this retreat. They do two retreats a year, one for men, one for women. And it's just a weekend. It's literally 36 hours, right? You go Saturday morning, you leave Sunday afternoon. And my wife... Lisa had been kind of pushing me to go to this retreat for a number of years. And I always had an excuse why I couldn't. We had softball. I had chores. It wasn't the right weekend, whatever. And finally, I got to the point where I need to check the box off, Mm. right? I need to go. My church friends have told me I need to go. My wife has told me I need to go. I'm kind of resisting, just like the little camp that I did when I was a kid, right? My parents said I needed to go. I dug my heels in. So I finally got to the point where I said, I'm going to check off the box. I signed up for the retreat knowing that I wouldn't have to go. I signed up the weekend before the weekend, right? So about seven days before. Don't do that here because it's going to pull up. <laughs> right. That's the, that's the thing. It was open-ended. They yeah. allowed up to, oh. okay. gosh, I think probably 50 men. And we've never had that many men. So there was always an open slot. Okay. But 
I signed up for two reasons that I knew that I wouldn't have to go. One is that they had canceled the previous men's because not enough men signed up. Wow. The women was always yeah. overbooked. Yeah. But us hard hearted men, we didn't want to get in touch with our feelings. Sure. So I signed up knowing that it might be canceled mm -hmm. and that I was going to get out of it because I would look at Lisa and say, Emma has a softball tournament that weekend. So guess what? I signed up. There were enough men who signed up and it poured all week. Oh my goodness. So softball tournaments were canceled. <laughs> I love it. And so the universe was kind yes. of agreeing with Lisa saying, yes. you need to go to this. I went to this retreat and loved it so much. I learned so much about myself yes. and the people that were there that I volunteered to put on the next one. Wow. Garth, that was pretty bold. I was the person in charge of that ministry for the That's next amazing. one a year later. Very cool. You know, that kind of makes me feel like I want to say that this is open to men and women. You're going to see men and women at this event. It's not going to just be, you know, one or the other. Also, if you want to bring your spouse, grab your spouse and come together or grab some friends because the rooms are set up that you can share a room with a friend or your spouse, or you can have your own room. So whenever I go, a lot of times when I go on the retreats, I do like to go with friends that I feel like are kind of in that space where they really want to grow. And then at night when we get into the room, we kind of talk about what we learned or those aha moments. And it just kind of carries over even more right before we get to sleep. I don't know. That's kind of what I've done. And I've really enjoyed that. So if you are feeling like this is something that sounds pretty cool, trust it because it you're right. It is going to be really cool. I'm going through the list of all of the cool things that we want to talk about and all of the workshops that we're going to be doing. And, and I want to make sure that everybody understands, just like you said before, this is not the Garth and Dara show. We're not going to be standing up there talking for the whole weekend. I'm sure that we will have lots of stories to tell and lots of anecdotes to share, but it is a workshop, right? Exactly. You, you yes. are to get the most out of this. You're going to have to do some things. You might have to share with the person next to you, one of your deepest, you know, exactly. things that you want to do in a safe place, in a totally safe, non-judgmental environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So part of this is going to be helping you identify your priorities and you cannot just identify them, you kind of have to state them because yeah. if it's hidden inside of you, it's never going to get done. But as I was going through the list of all of the things that we're going to be working on, I think my favorite one is the anti-bucket list. I knew list. you were going to say that. <laughs> I totally knew you were going to say that because when we were doing it, we were writing all the material and kind of coming up with everything. I felt like you were most excited about that, really. I am. And one of the reasons is, is that it, it allows me to say what I really want to say, and I won't say it on the podcast because then we have to do a rated R. The anti-bucket list, really, it's it's a word that starts with F and rhymes with bucket. Um, and it's that kind of list. It's the the things that I have to do or I feel obligated to do that don't really enhance my life. Yeah, we can all come up with a lot of things that right. fit in that Category. And, you know, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I was really focused on my bucket list. You know, I can see the bucket list that I wrote out. Yeah, I can see that. It's, it's 37 lines. I, I can see it right from here. The 37th is blank. And I intentionally left it blank so that I could add something that came up. Have you gone back and looked at that list and made sure that you even still want to do all the things on that list? Because you know what? You actually are a different Garth today than you, than you were when you wrote that. And you might not want to do all the things on that list. I am. 
And, and I, let give, me tell- I give you permission to release something on that list if you don't want to do it. Well, and what's interesting is that I there were a couple of things that I wrote down. Even one of them I wrote down, I said, you know, not the thing that I think that people want me to do, but the thing that I really want to do. Yes. Yeah. And, and I have continued to evaluate that list in terms of what do I want to do? What's really still important to me versus what are the things that I wrote down because I thought that society would want me to do that? Yeah. And also I feel like, well, we're both so in that space every day though, that I can't even imagine. I mean, I feel like you've changed so much. We live every single day of our lives in that space now. Right. Right, right. Yeah. It, I carry around the bucket list with me, basically, right? Yes, yeah. I might, I might as well be walking around with a little pale from the from the beach. <laughs> you know, as I'm thinking about this weekend, what I could say to Emma, what would I have written to Emma on a napkin note that would kind of sum up this weekend? It's actually only five words. And I wrote it to Emma a while ago. But to be honest, when I wrote this note, I think that I was writing it more for me and more to me and needed to put it down on a note so that Emma could see it, but also so that I could see it myself. And it was, dear Emma, don't quit. Learn to rest. Mm. Love, Dad. And I think that if if I could wish one thing for the people who are coming to this weekend is by allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to rest, to rest your mind, to rest your heart, and kind of quiet yourself just a little bit away from the normal busyness of your life, what can you do? to recapture joy and rediscover your purpose and how will you walk away from the weekend knowing that that's where you are if i could give anything to the people who attend that's the the thing that i would give so beautiful we are so excited we can't even stop talking about it because we are so excited So join us in Boone, North Carolina. Join us at the Art of Living Retreat Center, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. The link will be in the notes. The link will also be on our social media pages as well as on our websites. And we can't wait. We'll see you there. I am Garth Callahan, the Napkin Notes Dad. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find out more about me at napkinnotesdad.com. And I'm Dara, author of Crush Cancer and creator of crazyperfectlife.com. And we will see you in November. And my dog agreed. <laughs> woof, woof. Thanks for listening. Thrive is created by Dara Kurtz of Crazy Perfect Life and Garth Callahan, the Napkin Notes Dad, with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable. It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Dara and Garth.